Good morning, Trinity Youth. It's December 19th, 2023. It's Haley. And Dave. And we're on day two of Joy Week. Woohoo! Um, if you know me, you know that Joy is by far my favorite character in Inside Out. Facts. Did you see that Inside Out 2 is coming out, Dave? I only know because you told me. But I love it's a I would say it is a film. It is not just a movie. A wonderful film. Is there Inside a difference Out between one. a movie and a film to you? I think it's high, how, how highbrow it is. Really? You know, a movie is like, get your popcorn ready. Okay. And a film is, all right, I'm about to learn a thing. Class. This is art. Yeah, y'all know I'm super insufficient on my movie knowledge, so, <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, if it's really good, it's, it wins best picture, right? So we got levels here. This thing is winning a lot of <laughs> pictures in my life. Um, Y'all, if you haven't seen, though, the trailer for Inside Out 2, a thing to know is that they're introducing anxiety as an emotion, mm. and I'm intrigued to see how that plays out for Riley. I'm a little nervous for her, but I feel like that might be a, a touch. anxious for her? Oh, Dave, good one. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah, keeping it so real. Um, a fun thing we used to do in my house, Dave, my friends and I used to always ask, if you're one character from Inside Out mixed with a little bit of another one, like this one, wing, this one, which two would you be? This one, wing, this one. That's so, Enneagram speak. You can Google it. It is. For instance, we've always said that I'm joy, wing, sadness, which I can be in my feelings. So but- tease that out. So you lead, if you're a bird, <laughs> the body is joy, but one of those wings... Sadness. Sadness. I can okay. easily tap into it. But mm-hmm. the main thing you're going to get when you first meet me is like joy. And then you get to really know me and you're like, this girl's got some feelings underneath the surface, you okay. know? Yeah. Um, so I like to celebrate and like walking confetti. But when I need to feel a thing, like <laughs> I'm going to be around for that thing. Like I'm definitely going to feel it through. Um, what do you think yours would be, Dave, if you had to pick your two? Well, I also would be joy. I've been told that I'm a mobile feast Wow. Pastor Chris told me that once, and um, I've stolen it, told other people that too, which is kind of fun, but I def- that definitely feels to me. But also, um, you may not know, if you're trying to guess what would be my wing, it would be fear. Be um, Sometimes, you know, as a dad, as a trip leader, you've got to think about all the things that could go wrong and that can spin. And yeah, I think about little boy Dave and the things that I was afraid of. So that would be it. Joy, but definitely some fear right there. And fear is your friend. Sometimes, too. It gets a bad rap. I used to, when I worked on a ropes course, kids would look at me when they are supposed to jump off the 40-foot platform <laughs> attached to the true blue. And they'd say, I'm just so afraid, and like, I don't know why. You should be afraid And right I always now. tell them, yeah. I'd be more afraid if your body was like, this is chill, because then your body's probably not working. It, yeah. it should tell you not to jump off a 40-foot platform. We're not platform. all Alex Hanold, if y'all want to watch Free Solo. That dude, there's something physiologically wrong with you if you don't experience fear. That's all we're saying. So it's supposed to protect you. It's there for good reason. Should it always be listened to? It's a whole different thing, a whole different podcast. Sure, sure. Not today. How we talk to it. All right, Haley, so talk to us about joy inside out and the Psalms. Oh, what a great combo. I know. Um, well, also, when y'all see us, let us know what inside out emotions are your main and your wing. We would love to oh, know. that would be super fun. Yeah, oh, I can't wait. I mean, I'm expecting some reports. Mm-hmm. If I don't, then I just know you all aren't listening or... You won't do your homework. I don't know which. Watch the film, everybody. That too. The film. The <laughs> class film. Um, y'all, we are going to talk about today what it means to have the fullness of joy. Like what a big term that is. It's kind of hard to even imagine diving into this topic today, but I'm so excited for it. And I'll go ahead and read our scripture. Today we're reading Psalm 1611. It says, you show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. This is the word of the Lord. 
Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Dave, what do you think this means, the fullness of joy? Hmm. This is a great one to think about because we'll discuss, um, or we've talked about already, the difference between joy and happiness. Um, And, you know, last week and then yesterday we brought this up, the idea of peace. This is why I love that joy follows peace. That when we think about peace through the lens of Jesus, peace is not the absence of, of bad things, but it's the fullness of everything that is good and true and beautiful and right in God's kingdom. So that's peace. And then one of the aspects of peace is that we do experience joy, the fullness of joy. For me, the biggest thing I would say about the fullness of joy is that joy can exist even if you're experiencing something terrible at the same time. And it's not a like fake it till you make it. It's not just tell everyone you're fine. That's not at all it. But I have met people who are going through a horrible tragedy um, I know people, some of you have known these folks, or maybe you've been this, and um, they are appropriately sad. And I want to stress that if something horrible is happening, like y- you should. As we talked about, um, there's some things that it's right to feel afraid or it's right to feel really sad. But in the midst of that sadness, there is still this underlying hope that people have um, that is really hard to shake. And for me, that is the fullness of joy, that there is this this leadingness of hope, not necessarily happiness, but there is a hope underneath everything that transcends our current situations. Um, that's where my, my thoughts go with the fullness of joy. How about you? I went down a rabbit trail in my head, honestly, Dave. And part of that no. when you were talking, I was just like, huh, like you're talking about how joy comes after Peace Week. And I'm like, can you really have joy without having peace. And then you're like, oh, I've known people in the midst of really hard things who have had joy. And then I was like, well, can you have, like things might not be peaceful in your life, but I do think you have to have some sort of peace to access joy, but peace doesn't always mean things are okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a deeper sense of knowing that ultimately things will be renewed. So I don't know, I love that. I do think that, um, gosh, the fullness of joy, when I think about what it even means to be full of it, I mean, I get overwhelmed and also get like overwhelmed with desire of like, man, like what it would be like to every day feel just like full of joy. And I do think um, part of it comes from like constantly engaging it. I was like reading psychology wise about joy and happiness. And we talked a little Mm -hmm. bit about it yesterday, but it talks about how like you need to build up some stamina for joy. Like joy takes some real yeah, like practice some practice yeah yeah and i think people tie joy to things that it's not really actually tied to i'm thinking about the happiest people i know and they don't always have a ton yeah i think typically yeah. people associate joy more with like this happiness of like i have all these things so now i can be joyful and it's just a deeper sense of connection and community and this deep rich sense of like i know who i am therefore can give to others instead of i know what i have mm-hmm. um and i think a fullness of joy is like two things. One, this like deep sense of freedom with God and with that being able to connect, connect to others. So I'd say those two things for me are what really pulls out the fullness of joy. But with that, Dave, how do you think that you access the joy that comes from God's presence every day? Like how do we find mm-hmm. this woven into our everyday life? If it's stamina built up, but also if yeah. it's not just happiness, like how is joy an every, everyday everlasting thing that's supposed to be with us? Yeah, I love this around Christmas time because in Christmas, or particularly Advent, right? With Advent season, we are looking for the coming of the Lord. We're looking to say God's presence could show up at any moment. And that's what this psalm is about. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. 
And for me, joy, practicing joy or the fullness of joy that can exist even in the midst of a, a really challenging situation, to me, it would be an expectation that God could show up at any moment um, with his presence. And that presence is a really good thing when you have experienced the presence of the Lord. Um, it's amazing. And you know, you know, many of you have experienced God's presence in the midst of a really tough time. Um, so for me, with Christmas, it's it's a perfect time to practice this, to stop, slow down and say, how's God breaking through into my present moment? Could joy still pop up? I was talking to a friend recently who had, um, had traveled home to go to a funeral, um, a really sad someone passing way too young. But on the way, they were able to have brunch, brunch with friends they hadn't seen in a while then go and grieve and appropriately grieve, not fake it. Um, and then afterwards reconnect with other friends on the other end. And I was like, how did that feel to go from um, connecting with folks and then grieving with people and then connecting again? And um, they just said, I, I just felt like I had permission to do that. Um, and that with God, there is permission, um, that there is a sense that, that hope can break through at any time, anywhere. Yeah, dude, that's good. I think I'm also, I'm picturing so many things. So when you connect joy to Advent and when you connect joy to the fullness of God, I feel like it just like explodes all over in the Christmas season. Like everywhere mm-hmm. you go, there's lights. Everywhere you go, someone's singing. Like there's just so much deep joy abounding, I think, in this preparation and this excitement for what's to come. And so much of joy is like a practice embodied thing. Yeah. Um, there's both this underlying sense of like this sturdy hope, but it's like meeting your friend for brunch and being like, no, we're going to like really on purpose engaged in this joyfulness together. I think yes. it's really, it's a hard thing to have alone. Yeah. Um, I think it's felt in God's presence and so much of God's presence is felt with his people. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine doing any of that solo. I don't think we were made to. I think joy is meant to be a shared thing and this communal thing. So I love that you brought up like in the midst of all this tragedy, they were like, we're going to go be with people too. I think that's what pulls so much joy out of all of us, especially in the Christmas season Yeah, when it's literally dark outside, like looking yeah, for all right. that light with both with the people uh, you love and just if in the world around you. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, don't forget our listeners from Australia. Hey, shout out to our Aussie, Kiwi, South African, Southern Hemisphere friends. I think that is a such following. a hopeful... <laughs> Dave is hoping we have an Australian following at this point. How joy would we feel if we get a message from Southern Hemisphere? If, Argentina, Chile, we see you. If we right. can get that, we will. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just even imagining that happening, and it feels so outside of realm. But you know what? Things are possible. It would spark joy. It would spark so much joy. Well, my friends, um, we want to challenge you this week to experience God's presence. Um, in one way that you can experience joy, find uh, find a Christmas song that you just love and listen to it and sing it out loud. I'm going elf here. <laughs> Christmas cheer. Sing for all to hear. Find something that lets you experience joy and express it um, by yourself with someone else. The more we practice um, joy, the more we're able to see it when it shows up and share it with others. So... If I can give a recommendation for that, put it on in your kitchen. There's oh, no better spot than some kitchen dancing. And if you want my song rack, not that literally anyone's asking for it, um, this Christmas Ben Rector's version has been bopping for me. Um, it is before Thanksgiving as I'm saying this right now, but I've been listening to it. It's a, I'm embarrassed by it, but I think it's one of the best Christmas songs. Incredible. Well, we'll save mine for another. We'll save some content, but we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> So, Haley, close us out. Uh, All right, y'all. That's all we got for you today. We love you guys. And as always, peace peace be be with with you. you.
joy be with you. Oh. <laughs>